Hey, what's going on, parents? Welcome back for another edition of Teenager Tuesday. Yes, we're so glad to be day. back. Thanks for joining us. So this weekend is Movement Retreat, which many of our students here at Hope Fellowship are going to be attending this event. Uh, and it got me thinking as a parent, uh, we pay for, as parents, it's obviously, it's an investment a lot of times because some of us have multiple students mm. um, and some of the events are, are a lot of money. And so we invest money into sending our kids to these events because we believe that they are life-changing for our kids. Yeah. But it got me thinking as a parent, how do I as a parent capitalize after the event? Because I know yeah. as a teenager, I went to things like, you know, even if your student can't come this weekend, there are things like camps and missions trips, even big school events mm. or um, other church events and, and weekends. How do I, after a big spiritual event in my kid's life, how do I capitalize on that? Yeah. Because there were times as a teenager I would come home and I wouldn't really talk about what happened at the event with my parent. Right. And there are a lot of times my own teenagers come home and I get one-word answers. So I thought it'd be a great thing if you could give us some tips as parents. Yeah. Like, what are things we can do to help better connect with our kids after a really big mm. event that's spiritual really a big spiritual impact in their yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, we have, we have seven tips that we give to parents. And in fact, you can find this online on the parent resource uh, part of our website. Um, but the first one you actually mentioned last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good one. About, uh, pretty simply, just buy them food. Yeah. Give them food. Cheap. They're tired. Easy. They're hungry. Give them food. And you talked about last week how your daughter really opened up. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're like, man, all I needed to do is give her Chick-fil-A. This yeah. is crazy. And this, this tip, normally... After camp, I get tagged on Facebook and saying, I, I got them food. Thank you so much for the tip. You know, so, so good. give them food. Give them food, number one. Number two is uh, if they're not talkative with food, uh, then let them nap before you try for a deeper conversation. Be okay with kind of the more surface level, right. what was fun, that kind of thing. Uh, but if food's not working, they're probably pretty tired and just because let them nap. Spent Many nights just yeah. staying up all night long. All night guys. long. We have worn Good. them out Good. for you. We have it's made them tired It's a for bonus you. to what right. we're paying uh, for. So that's right. they come home tired. Yeah. So let them nap and then uh, try to go for the deeper stuff later. That's good. Um, I like which that. Which leads to, like you were saying, the one word answers. Um, how do you get past good? You know, when I, yes. when I got saved, I gave my heart to God at a summer camp and I came home and my mom asked me how camp was and I said good. You were one of those. Yeah. And uh, that's all she got from me. And then she actually found out from my youth pastor that I gave my heart to Ooh, Jesus. Moms and, don't love that. and she was like, why did you tell me? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you know I was a teenage guy. That's I was 15. So hard. That's um, so sad. Yes. So how, uh, how can you get past uh, the, the word good? Ask more specific questions that it simply is hard to answer with one word things. Uh, not only what was your favorite, because you can you, you can ask a question that leads to another question. What were a few of your favorite things? Okay. And then when they say some of those things, then you say, oh, why was that? Okay, uh, and if their friends went, then you can say, oh, did they think the same thing? Like you can build questions off of that yeah, question. Yeah, that's good. Um, how was your small group? What, what something that stood out in your small group? Yeah. Like uh, just asking those questions that are, Good avoidance. Mm -hmm. You know, good is just the way that Americans yeah. say hi to each other anyways. That's How are you? very good, good point. Good. Very I, good I, point. I, yeah. Um, number four? Yeah. Number four? Uh, say the words, say this out loud that you miss them. That's fantastic. Say it out loud. Like, yeah. even if we really enjoyed our alone time at home, don't say it to them. Yeah. That was, that at was at least don't, don't go over the top. No. With they want to know that they've been missed. Yeah. And that... 
it, you know, the house was too quiet without you. Mm-hmm. Or like we missed hearing yeah. hearing you laugh, yeah. you know, while you were gone. So it, it yeah. feels really good to be missed. Yes, it doesn't it does. feel great to not be missed. Yep. So mm-hmm. you know, as their loving parent, that you love them and that you miss them. Mm-hmm. That's why you cry graduations. Yes. You know, so and like let them know. Games yeah. Let, and let them else. just say it out loud. You know, don't let it go you. assumed. Don't That's let good. It go assumed. That's really practical. Yeah. Uh, another question. This is uh, this is a specific question. This is number five. It's a specific question that can kind of lead to you getting to have kind of a God moment with them, possibly, of uh, just by asking, "What changes, if any, were you thinking about coming out mm. of this weekend in light of this event? Uh, are there any changes?" And maybe you can kind of pull on some things that you've talked about from that deeper conversation after you gave them food or or they had a mm-hmm. nap, um, and ask them how you can help. That's really, really great. Like, include yourself in that. This has been something that I've experienced. Um, Sometimes it's taken, like, not just a day, but, like, days or a few weeks for my kids to really get to where they Mm. are processing. Sometimes I think so much happens at a a big event like a camp or whatever. It Mm -hmm. takes a little time to process. Um, But I'll go back to a few things that they said earlier, right after, and I'll try to notice those things in their own life. Yeah. So I try to oh, recognize, yeah. even if they aren't quite ready to set goals of or want to really open up and say, well, mom, I want to get better at this or I, I, I want to not do this as much anymore. Um, I'll try to recognize that I can see their behavior shifting yeah. and changing because yeah. I believe what what gets celebrated gets repeated. Yep. And um, when I notice those things, that's just great positive affirmation yeah. for them. Oh, absolutely. Like, hey, I see that you really are striving to Mm -hmm. do this. And as a parent, I try really hard that when they take a step backwards, like just recognizing they're human. Yeah. They're like, they're teenagers. They they aren't fully developed. They're going to screw up. And even if they have these great moments and they want to shift some behaviors, it's going to take some time for that behavior to shift. So not going back and saying, I thought Jesus changed you. What happened? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like recognizing they're just humans. And by saying, uh, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. And by saying, how can I help? Yes. Then shows them that you're not there to find out when they mess up. Yes, You're totally. there to help them succeed. You're on the same team. Absolutely. You're on the same team yeah. and recognizing those things and mm-hmm. just encouraging them that even when they do make mistakes, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So. And and that's uh, it kind of moves into another kind of spiritual leader sense that is uh, number six, which is just simply pray for them when you're done yeah. talking. Pray, pray for them on the spot. You can make it a 10-second prayer. You yeah. can make it a 30-second prayer. But don't make it like eight minutes. <laughs> we've know? all had those prayer people yeah. before meals, meals that we really want to uh, yeah. eat. They're praying like, for world peace, and you're just wanting to eat it while it's hot. Right, know, right. Like no, I think sometimes as parents, we overthink the whole prayer aspect, and we think our kids need us to be this really spiritual, mm. um, know-it-all. Yeah. And even as, even as a pastor, I try sometimes to to not, um, I don't want to over-spiritualize everything with my kids, sure. but I still want to yeah. sit there and just pray with them and help them recognize, like, I'm praying for you on my own daily anyway, yeah. but to pray with you is a very different thing. And it doesn't take mm-hmm. a lot and you don't mm-hmm. have to use a lot of big words or anything, yeah. even if you're not used to praying out loud. Just talk to God and w- about the things that your kid's going through. Yeah. I, I let a uh, some adult mission trips before, and there were uh, some parents on this one trip that I knew, 
And they said on that trip that they've never prayed out loud before. Yeah. And and it made me think, like, man, if they uh, could kind of baby step there, yeah. just saying 10-second prayers for their kids with their kids, yeah. that that would even help their spirituality and their witness and, and their ability to just talk and pray with people, you know, and their at work. And, right. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Right, absolutely. Exactly. So, yeah, start small. Don't put too much pressure on yourself yeah. or overthink it. Yeah, don't do that. Don't. Nobody (laughs) overthinks it. Nobody overthinks things. Uh, The very last thing uh, is number seven uh, is let, if something big did happen, or even just if there's something to celebrate, let the small group leader know, let the staff know what impacted them. How did God impact them? How did God change them? And even bigger than staff-wise, I think it's huge for our small group leaders to to hear Mm -hmm. this, to know this. You know, many, many, many of our small group leaders are parents themselves and have families themselves. And so they wonder, so often, they, they wonder... Is this making a difference? Right. Is God so doing many, something? They're volunteers mm-hmm. that take weeks off of work. Yeah, take to vacation go, days. They take vacation yeah. days to go be with our kids mm-hmm. and walk through this process with them. So, um, and really, that's what we mean when we say partner with us. I mean, l- we can only do so much, and our student pastors can only do so much mm-hmm. if they don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, as parents, we've really got to take the step of communicating just as much with you guys. Yeah. Um, and, and making sure we tell you guys what they're getting out of those yeah. things and what's helping and what's working and what's not, all of that stuff. Yeah. So what do I do if I don't know my kid's smog or That's later? a good question. Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, we would love to connect you. Great. If you, you can contact your campus staff, uh, you can email uh, students at hopefellowship.net, and we will connect you with that small group leader ASAP. Oftentimes there's uh, one or two or sometimes three small group leaders in the same group. Whatever that Perfect. is, we want to get them connected to you so that the two of you can now talk back and forth uh, right. if that's not happening. So, yeah, yeah we'd love to do that. Well, thanks so much. That helps me as a parent just feel more confident that when my kids come home next week after the retreat, yeah. I kind of know how to walk them through that process and how to get more than good. Out yeah. of it. So, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So I hope that was helpful for you guys as well. Yeah. And now signing off. Absolutely. I, I love this. You can do this. You're not alone. God is with you. And so are we. Have a great week. See you guys.